Are you currently sideways with the IRS? Do you have years of unfiled tax returns keeping you up at night? Are you facing tax liens, bank levies, or wage garnishments? If so, you should contact former Department of Justice Tax Division attorney Mark Milton at stltaxlawyer.com. Mark Milton provides a local and holistic approach to tax resolution. Don't be sucked into the out-of-town tax resolution groups you hear on the TV and radio. Mark lives and works right here in the Kirkwood area. If you have IRS problems, visit stltaxlawyer.com today. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision. It should not be based solely on advertisements. Welcome back to the Ryan Kelly Morning After. Now back to Tim and Doug on 590 The Fan and InsideSTL.com. We're bringing the World Series back. Yeah. Those Cardinal players just know how to act. Yeah. They'll kill those Tigers with the swing of the bat. Yeah. Because those Red Birds just know where it's at. Yeah. Bring it to the loo. Baseball fans, you see these Cardinals are the best in the land. They gonna whip ya if you misbehave, cause they know to wash their hands before they play. Take it to St. Louis. Home run pools, World Series baby, strikeout car, World Series baby, home run Yachty, World Series baby, strikeout soup, World Series baby, home run Duncan, World Series baby, strikeout weed, World Series baby, home run rolling, World Series baby, get your sexy on, World Series baby. We're bringing the World Series back, yeah. These Cardinal fans just know how to act. Yeah. yeah, they'll scream and shout till they get their wish. Yeah, yeah. World Series title for the new Bush. Yeah, yeah. bring it to the loop. Home run so, World Series baby, strikeout Reyes, World Series baby, home run Sergio, World Series baby, strikeout Nice, 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 baby, strikeout Wainwright, World Series baby, go World Series baby, get your sexy on, World Series baby. It is so stupid and so sophomoric that it's just brilliant. Clip that off. We can use that for a promo for our show. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, Doug, CPM models are whack as FB. We only doing flat rate ads in 2021. PP Corp gonna sex your mouth. Thanks. That's Juan from PP Corp. What does any of that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? Well, he has uh, become uh, the leader in St. Louis OnlyFans, and uh, Juan from PP Corp says. Uh, they are not going to do CPM models any longer. Uh, they are only doing flat rate advertisements in 2021. And then finally, PP Corp is going to sex your mouth. Okay, I still don't know what it means. <laughs> still don't know. I, I don't know. Clueless. I don't know. One. <laughs> From PP Corp. Uh, you're welcome to text in 855-282-8255. There is about a 50% chance Cam will respond to you in the text inbox. Uh, 855-282-8255. You're also welcome to email in for our design air heating and cooling email today, the morning after, at InsideSTL.com. The morning after at InsideSTL.com. Uh, Cam, are you back? Is Cam back? Nurse? Is my nurse here? This is Cam. No, he's not there, Tim. Uh, he will Cam. be back with us. Uh, join Cam at Hotshot St. Charles on Thursday. They will be 
Posted up from noon to 1 p.m. Brought to you by the new Bud Light Seltzer Draft on tap at Hot Shots Now. Come have a can with Cam after the show. They'll be hanging out with a bucket of Bud Light Seltzers and sharing them with a few lucky listeners. We'll see you throughout December at rotating Hot Shots locations. Brought to you by the new Bud Light Seltzer Draft on tap at Hot Shots Now. December's TMA Live is still going down on Thursday, December 17th. Win your way with Bud Light Seltzer at rotating Hot Shots throughout November and December. Just drop in Wednesday and you will be entered for a VIP spot. Every VIP spot will come with a TMA app platter and a bucket of Bud Light products plus a front row seat for the holiday shenanigans. There it is. Hey, Ryan Kelly is on the line, ladies and gentlemen. The great Hello. Ryan Kelly, the HomeLoanExpert.com. Hello, Ryan. Hello, Ryan. Ryan. He's not there either, Tim. <laughs> Nurse? Ryan. No. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Oh, there he is. There he is. Uh, barely. You know, I'm going to some new phones. I don't know what's going on here. Well, now we can you hear know, you. Now we can hear it's you. Prob- it's the problems I have to do morning these earbuds. The real, I think the real issue is now, you know, so many of us are using earbuds and everything else throughout the day, and when people do call, it's like, hey, is my phone on Bluetooth to the speaker on my desk? Is it in my earbuds? Where is the Bluetooth on this thing? But anyhow... Today is a good day, right? Good day to support local businesses. Every day is a good day to support local businesses. Today is Giving Tuesday, and it's a way to really give back. And today you really have to ask yourself, what can I do? What can I do? What can I give? And I know it's been a tough year for a lot of folks. Believe me, I know that firsthand. But, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are in worse situations that are hurting even more. And an opportunity like today on Giving Tuesday, keep it local. Look at some great organizations like... Friends of Kids with Cancer right here in St. Louis, Missouri. What a great place to donate 5 10 20 bucks today. Or even you have Backstoppers. I mean, Backstoppers is such an amazing, amazing organization. I think most folks on this um, here show know what Backstoppers does. But you know, if you're in law enforcement, if you're a first responder, paramedic, firefighter, and you were killed in the line of duty, your surviving spouse gets that knock on the door within 24 hours from Backstoppers. They hand them a check for $10,000, get through the funeral, get through everything you're going through. We'll be back in 30 days. At that point, we want to talk about mortgages. We want to talk about the kids' school, credit card debt, whatever you have. I mean, if you're thinking about giving some money on Giving Tuesday, Backstoppers is a great organization to do that. SSM Health Cardinal Glennon Hospital right here in St. Louis, they never turn you down based off your ability to pay. You can go there and get some of the best care in the nation. And you don't have to worry about it. Just go. Take care of your child. Take them down to Cardinal Glen, and they do miracles down there. They truly do. I know that firsthand. Just giving you guys three options out there. It's a big day to give. Try to keep that local. Just gave you three great organizations here in St. Louis. If you're on Facebook, make sure you're following the Home Loan Expert, Ryan Kelly. You can find my Facebook page. It's out there, the Home Loan Expert, Ryan Kelly. Go follow it. We're going to start every hour giving people other local options with direct links and everything else. We'll probably do some matching by the end of the day. I'm sure we will. Beer or two down the road this afternoon. Generosity comes. I start donating. So follow the Home Loan Expert Ryan Kelly on Facebook. Make some great local donations today. And if you're thinking you need to save some money, you know the drill. Visit thehomeloanexpert.com. Five minutes to save you 500 bucks a month. and get a few months of mortgage payments rolling into the next year. Sounds good to me. Thehomeloanexpert.com. Thanks, boys. We'll talk soon. There he is, the best right, in the business, Ryan. Ryan Kelly, with us here on the Ryan Kelly Morning After, thehomeloanexpert.com, and it is indeed Giving Tuesday. 
Uh, so if you are able to do so, please make a donation. Ryan Kelly with the friendly reminder here on the radio program. Hey, we have a, uh, a new sponsor on the show. Always great to have new sponsors joining us. And we want to welcome Enterprise Contracting here, a locally owned and operated business with contactless COVID inspections, roofing specialty, and they help with the insurance process from start to finish. So if you ever have storm damage, they do free exterior storm damage evaluations and consultations. And if you're looking to upgrade your exteriors, maybe oversized gutters for the heavy St. Louis rain, different color siding, or upgrading your roof, they do have financing options available at Enterprise Contracting. The number is 314-455-5000. That's 314-455-5000. You can find them at enterprise Contracting. Dot com or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Enterprise Contracting Inc. Uh, if a storm rolled in and you are needing an emergency tarp, they have a 24-7 storm damage response team awaiting your call and a true 15-year workmanship warranty at Enterprise Contracting. Call them today as they have season-ending promotions and military, both active and former, discounts and all first responder discounts. If you're needing your exterior looked at immediately, they're offering same-day appointments. They really pride themselves on that at Enterprise Contracting. Uh, it's Enterprise Contracting, a new sponsor here on the Ryan Kelly Morning After. 314-455-5000 or go online at enterprise-contracting.com. And if you mention the Ryan Kelly Morning After or the Tim McKernan Show podcast, you get $150 credit on all future work. So we welcome Connor Lee and Enterprise Contracting to the Ryan Kelly Morning After and Tim McKernan Show podcast family. Enterprise Contracting, 314-455-5000, or go online at enterprise-contracting.com. Enterprise Contracting, welcome aboard to them. I think I hear Cam. I think I hear Cam. Do I Am hear I breathing Cam? heavily? Yes. Am I breathing? Cam. <laughs> Uh, there he is. is. Am I breathing heavily? Is you turned on, boy? You turned yeah, on, turned boy? turned on. No, I'm turned on, baby. Dude, can, can you I hear me hear breathing, you though? Can no. you? No. Okay. No. <laughs> what about now? Now. Yes, now. Okay. Now I like that. I like what yeah. I hear. A little wheezy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> a little wheezy. A rough yeah. one last night. A rough one last night. Was it a rough um, one last night? No, not at all. I just have to say that because if I'm wheezing, I must have done something bad, but I don't remember what I did. Must I don't know. You don't even remember what you did 12 hours ago. I mean, I, I, nothing much. I, I worked all day yesterday is what I did. Hard working day, Timmy. You know how we so, do it. So, so, what you, so I, I saw you have uh, Doug Armstrong, you and Andy Strickland on your podcast. Was that what yeah. you were doing or was it a different podcast? We did Jeff Courtnall yesterday, but we did Dougie uh, last week. He was live. It's like a three-hour one. He stayed. He stayed. With, he stayed with us for two hours uh, nice. live. He was great, man. He was great. But we did. Uh, remember Courtnall? We did yeah. Courtnall yesterday. He'll be coming out here sure. soon. Yeah, he was awesome. Nasty What's he doing now? Screwed him. He's making money. <laughs> he lives out in Vancouver. We're talking to him. He does, he, he's in, he's like an investor. He he and this his a uh, partner invested in Peru. This gold mine in Peru, and so they went there. To Peru, to this gold mine with, his, with one of his wealthy buddies in Vancouver, because there's so much business out in Vancouver, it's unbelievable. You can, if you don't, if you don't know how to make money out there, I don't know what to tell you. Although it's very expensive, so he goes to Peru with his his business partner, and they go to this gold mine that they bought, and all of a sudden they're checking it out, this, that, and the other, and all of a sudden here comes the armed guards with AKs, 
and they, they hold them up, and they get kick them all out, and now they're in court with the world. Is it the world court in London? Is that what it's called, the world co- court? I thought that was I in don't the Hague. It's a world court, so now they're trying to go back and forth for this gold mine that they bought together. So he's got his hands in everything out throughout Vancouver and probably making a ton of money. He's a smart man. Great hair, too. Still ripped yeah. out. I saw him in a locker room the other day, and he, he is so cut up. And I'm like, how how still? But he doesn't drink or anything like that. He just he he does the uh, the uh, cross country skiing all the time now, which is like no thank you. Looks more like so boring. I want to I want I don't want to I don't want to run on skis. I want to go down a hill and not move. Right. Yeah, I'm with you there. That's too <laughs> you know much work. I mean? Cross country. Mm-hmm. That's work. That's not fun. Are you Terrible. must be mid fifties by now. Mid fifties. Yeah. Probably. He came in the league at eighty three, man. So he's he's up there. He's up there. Yeah. Some of those guys, dude, it's so weird when you see he's guys. 50, he's 58. He's almost 60 years old. He looks like he's 38 years old. It's unbelievable. Some guys really? age terribly. Some guys don't age at all, and it pisses me off, Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> it's cross-country skiing, probably. If you actually staying in shape, it's probably got a lot to do with it. And not drinking. He quit drinking 10 years ago. That helps. Not drinking yeah, that beer help. every day. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. Great guy. He was cool. He dated Sarah McLaughlin for a little bit there, and I had it like, I was talking about this. I'm like, God, I mean, Sarah McLaughlin, I'm like, how, for one, how'd you wheel that? And he's like, oh, I was at a charity event. I'm like, okay, go figure. And then I'm like, you know what? I, I don't know if I like Sarah McLaughlin because every December I see her on the TV singing about little puppies in the mill, and the dogs are all like decrepit looking at them, and then she sings that song, and she's like, please grab. And I'm like, God, God, help me. Get these dogs away from me. I'm going to start crying. Anna Marie oh, no. has me change the channel any time oh. that commercial comes on, Cam. Oh God, it is! Isn't that horrible? I can't, I can't yeah, do it. it I can't do it. I gave Kate the credit card. I go, just buy them all, buy them all, <laughs> buy up all the puppies. <laughs> a puppy mill at my house. I live in a blue collar house in Eureka. They'll love that. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. I know. Cam, man. I do can't a lot of the players? Do a lot of the players who retire now after a lengthy career, like what Courtney has? I'm sure the current players make considerably more than Courtnell did a, a generation of players ago. Do a lot of them just shut it down now and just kind of retire at 35? Well, it depends on how much money you made. I mean, gosh, if you have 20 in the bank, okay, and your kids are playing hockey, why the hell would you do anything else? Doug was talking know. about – Well, this was, okay, I'll give you an example. Jay Bowmeister. Like, Doug probably wants – I would say Jay Bo, he loves Jay Bowmeister and, you know, probably would – Hire him for something eventually. I don't, you know, don't. But he probably would. He's a smart guy. He's won in every single, uh, you know, way you can as a hockey guy. He's got the tri- whatever it's called, the trifecta of everything. And Doug was a big part of that. So he, they know each other personally. But you know, if I'm Jay Bomeister, w- would I want to go into the Midwest and watch and scout games when I got like sixty in the bank? And I could just watch my kids grow up and do whatever the hell I want. And if I want to get away from the kids, I'll just go on a private jet and go on a vacation to an island. Why do I even want to do anything, you know? Why would you want to go sit in a rink and watch a kid that you don't know and then, like, you know, write it all down and give it to them just to move up to do what? You don't need to make money. I I, I just don't know. So here's what I'm so here's I'm here's I'm curious about this, Cam, what your perspective is with with the guys who did make you use the number 20 uh, is is kind of a, a barometer for it. So my understanding, and it's something that, you know, certainly, I mean, God, what, 99% plus of the population can't possibly even imagine what it would be like, but you can make that money and be in your mid-30s and be set. 
And one of the things that can happen, which, again, just sounds, you know, it sounds like something that's the perfect problem to have, is that guys get to that spot, and again, you're talking about a few hundred throughout the world, and you're competing all of your life. And it's full on, not only competing from whatever age you start, but then you get to a point where when you're not playing, you're practicing slash working out, depending on the game, potentially studying, and then playing in the intensity. And it's all constant with maybe a week or two here and there, all the way until you stop. And then it's like there's silence, but then at the same time, there's nothing, but then there is no adrenaline either. And there's no need to do anything. And there actually can be a semblance of, I think depression is probably too strong of a word, but this boredom. But you're missing all that came with the first, you know, I don't know, 35 years of your life, or at least, you know, 30 of the 35 years of your life when you started competing. And some guys run into that, and they start chasing other things. And so, yeah, you might not need to scout but you're missing something just to do something because, again, you're only in your 30s or 40s. Are you aware of some – not necessarily having to name names, but some something like that with some of the, oh, the guys you play with? Oh, hell. Hell yeah. I mean, basically every rich guy we talk to, wealthy guy we talk to is bored. But then you bring up like, well, then go get a hobby. Go go skiing. Go golf. Go do this. Like I, I told you, Tim, I'm, Kate and I are getting into golf. Like we're gonna get new clubs. We're gonna get. I, that's gonna be my new hobbies. I want to golf all the damn time. And I want to get good at. It. I want. I want people to invite me to golf with them, not for me to be a clown, but for me to actually compete <laughs> with them. You right, Tim? You know what I'm talking about. Sure. I go to a golf course. I'm like the class clown. Like, oh hey, baby. Oh cool. I'll entertain <laughs> you. But you know, I suck. And then and by the the tenth hole, they're like, okay, you suck, and your jokes aren't funny anymore. So there's my problem. So I. But again, like I don't feel sorry for these guys. Like I, I just don't. Unless you have head problems and you're concussed and you're going through depression because of that or, you know, things like that. But if you're bored, then go not go be unbored. Well, how? Well, go skiing. Go do this. Go take your go take a jet and go to a uh, go snorkeling somewhere. I don't give a damn. Like, find something to do. You got the money to do it. So I, I just I don't know. So, what I don't so, 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 OK, so let me ask a question. So then what do most of them wind up doing? Coaching their kids. Yeah, watching their kids yeah. coaching, so they become so obsessed with that. Marty St. Louis, Kessler, all these guys—they coach their kids. They fly their kids, so they're AAA teams. Like Marty St. Louis, if you're playing on his son's team out out east, like you're flying all over the place. Everything's set up perfectly. Like he pays for everything and th- things like that. Your whole life, your kids growing up. So a lot of a lot of players do that, and I don't mind. Like that—that's probably if I had kids, I'd probably be doing that no matter what. But um, but yeah, so that. When you have a ton of money, you watch your kids grow up, then you get bored, then you find a new hobby and things like that. But if you're in the middle mark, though, now I'm in the bottom tier, obviously, okay? But if you made a couple million, you got five in the bank, like you're going to you're gonna need to work. You're going to need to do something. That money will go by pretty quick. I know you're smart with your investments and things like that, but, but you still need to do something, I think. So every player is different. But if you have a lot of money in the bank and your head's okay and you're bored, I don't feel sorry for you. Figure it out. You know, do, 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 do. I would think coaching coaching is the answer to the boredom there. Even if they don't have a, a son or a daughter who wants to play, you could volunteer to coach a youth team somewhere, and that'll keep you busy for about five, six months out of the year. Yeah, Doug, that's the game horrible. A little bit. No, man. No, you, Why you, is that You don't want time. I'll tell you, because you're traveling all the damn time. You're not coaching your kid. Why would these guys want to coach youth kids when they when they're Hall of Famers? Like, they're going to want to coach an NHL team, right? You're still traveling all the damn time. I, I just don't. I don't see where they would get a kick out of that. 
Um, not just my opinion, but if your kid's on that team, then you're following your kids throughout the whole process. But I can't see a Hall of Fame. But like, oh, I'm just going to coach AAA hockey now because I want to coach. Coaching so well, damn difficult. Most of, them most, most of them aren't Hall of Famers. Okay. Most of them aren't. And that's better than sitting doing nothing, isn't it? Well, well yeah, yeah, yeah. No, com- completely. But that's not your... But a lot of those guys, when they're not, like, you still got to make that money. And certainly coaching kids is more just like, my kid's in it. I kind of want to stay in relevant, maybe the city, AAA hockey and things like that. But it's not easy, man. Like, coaching those kids, you're, you're traveling all the damn time. You're gone every single weekend. You got to go video. You do this, do that. And, and, you know, there's no money involved. And if your kid's not involved, then it's like, your wife's probably like, well, what are you doing? Well, you're gone every weekend. I'd rather you be home with us or doing yeah. something where you're making more money. Well, there are high school coaches uh, all over the country that really love coaching other people's kids. Not their kids, but, they, you know, that's that's their passion. I guess hockey's different where you got to travel all the time to play. Well, yeah. Imagine, okay, football coach, you don't need to have your kid on a football. If you're a football coach, that's your high school. Like, you're, you're, you're a high school football coach. Like, that's you don't need to have a kid there to, you know, have pride of what you're doing. Like, that's that's you. That's your, that's your, that you're in your element when you're a high school coach. You're not traveling anywhere. You're going 20 minutes down the road. But, again, when you're AAA hockey, man, you're going to Bell Tire, you're going to Little Caesars, you're going to Canada, you're going to Minnesota, you're going this, that, and the other. It's just, it's very, very time consuming. Yeah. So I don't know. I, people ask me to coach all the time. I just, I'll go out, I'll go out to Centene, skate with kids, give them my two cents, give them a pump up speech, this, that, and the other. But for me to go travel and do this, like, yeah, I do it once in a while, but nah, not all the time. It's just a lot of, it's a lot of time at the rink, and I rather just go to the rink. To sit in the alumni room, have a couple of cocktails, and go out there and score like a baker's dozen against six-year-old men. That's what I want to do. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. You've had games where you've scored 13 goals against old men? Is that what a baker's dozen means? <laughs> yeah, 13. Okay. Well, then no. <laughs> you didn't know what a baker's dozen is? No, I, I thought it was like six. Never mind. No, you uh, make a dozen, and you make one more, so the baker gets to eat it. The baker gets uh, to eat the 13th, and then you have a dozen donuts. Well, you, no, I didn't score thirteen. Not in a while. Not in a while. Thirteen is kind of hard to do. It's kind of guys yeah. are hooking and clutching out there. Uh, guys, kind of a, an interesting suggestion here, Doug, and maybe this is something you'd agree with because I know you're passionate about it. Uh, fan page moderator Neil Allen Craig Paquette says these rich NFL or uh, NHL players should take up monitoring a fan page. It's just like coaching a bunch of little brats. That's from <laughs> fan page uh, moderator yeah. Neil Allen Craig Paquette. I could see that. It's probably highly lucrative, too. <laughs> it's very lucrative. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. We are. Can we do, me and Neil Allen Craig Paquette are making millions Million. from the fan page. Uh, guys, Lubos Bartechko coaches my son's team and participates in all of the play on the road trips with the stepdads. Thanks. That's from Sniffinol. Lubos is a hell of a coach. He's a hell of a coach. Is now, Lubos' kid plays, really? too. Yeah. He coaches AAA. Like, he's into it, man. Big. They all respect him. He was a hell of a hockey player, too. You should. You ever see what he looks like? Lubos Bartetschko. You should see his tattoos that this dude's got. It, it, he looks like a Yakuza. You know what Yakuza is? Doug, what is a no. Yakuza? Uh-uh. No, you, it's a Japanese mafia. The Yakuza? Where they got those tats all the way down their arms, all the way through their back, like just dragon tats everywhere through their body, down their hips. Lubos has head to toe the sickest looking tats in the world. If you saw him, you're like, oh my god, this dude's straight gangsta, nicest guy in the world. <laughs> Is he? And he still lives in St. Louis. Yeah. Yep. 
yep, yep, yep. Kid's a good player, and uh, he's a hell of a coach. See him all over the place. But he's into it 100%. It's, it's a full-time thing, man, nonstop. And, again, it's time-consuming. But he's, he, that's what he likes, and that's what he's doing, and he's great at it. Cam, you should really get into youth sports coaching. I've never played hockey, but I like to sit in the stands at my son's games and yell at the coaches on what they're doing wrong. It's what us dads do. That's from the Cam Jansen Lemming. It is what you and moms, by the way. The moms oh, is that right? Oh, in hockey, man, I'm telling really? you. Really? So they yell yes. at the coaches? <sighs> they're the worst. Sorry, Really? Guys. So what Sorry. goes on? Well, they just are. They, no, I thought you were it, saying that the moms were sleeping with the players up in Canada. Well, well, not the AAA kids when you oh, play in okay. juniors. When you're 17 <laughs> up in juniors, you're damn right they are. But <laughs> I'm saying when you're AAA hockey, I remember moms used to yell at me so bad when I was up and playing, and I'm just torturing these kids, screaming at me like, Wah! and my dad would be like, oh, my God. And that's why he'd always have to sit away from everybody, stare at me through the glass. No one's bothering them. The, the, the women were the craziest and, and like, threatening me and things like that where I'm looking at their husband like time out I'll bag your husband up just so you know like don't make me do this okay like I'm 14 but I see what your husband looks like I'll smack his ass around but anyway it's it's tough man the parents are bad in hockey they they really are and a lot of people know that and I feel bad for some of these coaches and not only the coaches the referees too like these refs take a beating from parents and stuff like that have and the parents most of them have no idea what the hell they're talking about none no in hockey, less than any other sport, probably. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely right. Uh, it's a problem, how many man. Players you, but how many ex-Blues still live in the St. Louis area? What, what would your estimate be on that? Ooh, oh, man, a lot, dude. I mean, you got to think prongs. And, you know, I, do I consider Holly here? Yeah, because he's got a place here. Chaser, I still consider here, although he's all over the damn place. You got Zook, you got... Uh, Larry Patey, you got B.A., you got, I mean, there's a ton, a ton of Jim Montgomery to myself to Patty, a lot of guys, man. I'd say 30, 40, 50 maybe. I don't know. A lot. Really? Yep. And they live here because they kind of like still being remembered because some of these guys could live anywhere in the world if they wanted to live. Well, a lot of them live up in Saskatchewan. You want to go live up there? Like, no. I, you want to ask Losey, you want to go, let, you know where Losey's from? Like Meadow Lake, Saskatchewan. Like, yeah, yeah. lovely. It's so nice up there, Losey. Yeah, but there and... some of these guys made big bucks. They could be living in, uh, you know, Southern California or Florida somewhere. They could be living anywhere. Well, they probably have a house down there. St. Louis. Well, they got because they probably met their girl here. They know it's easy to live here. It's relatively cheap. The weather's somewhat decent compared to where they grew up at. The fans love you. You have opportunities to make money. You're in the U.S. And a lot of these guys are Canadian. Like, why am I going to go back up to Canada and try to try to make money up there in a, in a town full of fifteen hundred people, or live in St. Louis where people know me? I've I've made relationships, so it's it's just easier to start your second career when you played in a city like St. Louis. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Yeah. Hey, did it you is. see that house Petrangelo bought in Las Vegas? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you get a look at that? Sick. Yeah, I mean, sixteen car garage. Yeah. I, you know, unless you're collecting <laughs> cars or you're working on them, I'm making that bad boy a hockey rink, dude. That, that's awesome down there. Make that a cool like roller rink downstairs. You know, that's a cool house. Six million. Why wouldn't you? I'd I'd live on the cliffs looking over the strip, man. I would have an infinity pool looking down, dude. I don't know. He got pretty bugged about that that it was released like that. But I'm like, what? you're living a gated community, oh, Petro. You're okay. You're okay. Oh, if I'm privacy reasons. Yeah, but if you want to find somebody's address, you could do it pretty easily. Yeah. All right. 
taking a look at it, uh, Doug, it's a four-bedroom, six-bath house in the Summerlin area just west of Las Vegas. Uh, 8,321 square feet. How big, yeah. how big you say? Uh, four Eight, bedrooms, six bath, 8,300 square feet. Has a golf simulator. He's a big uh, golfer, isn't he? Yeah, okay. they all are. Yeah. Yeah. How can you not be, yeah. you know? They're all good but me. Cool. Got He's got a big pool. 8,300 square green. feet's not that big. That's not that big, though. That's not a monstrosity where you have to – you know, cost you a hundred grand just to keep, just to heat the damn thing. So I, that's a nice little balance for me. I know six million's a, a hefty price, but he just signed for what eighty, so he's all good. But I don't need anything past ten thousand square foot, really. I mean, five thousand really. But so I think that's that, that's pretty cool. Pretty cool uh, little spot to be. He's not. Don't that's, feel sorry for him. He's okay. That's probably all you could ever really get out of a house. I, I'm not sure you ever really could need more than eighty three hundred square feet. It, it might be fun to say look at the size of my mansion but i don't know how you could possibly need anything else other than what he's got in that house absolutely right i don't need anything that big i want it to be a beautiful open setup i want fireplaces everywhere and things like that and i want a view and a nice piece of land like that's that you know i don't need my house to be gigantic i just want the, the whole setup to be, be just be perfect that's what i if i was going to spend that kind of coin i don't need big i just need nice See, not big, just nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll get it through our radio careers. Well, maybe the show will really take off, and we'll start to make you know eighty million ourselves. I agree yeah. with you. Yeah, I know. Uh, Doug, uh, you could you could probably hire the Gelmans once you're looking for that uh, ten thousand square foot home. Not who I would hire. Mark and Neil Gelman sell homes in every price range and location. If you can hear me. The Gelmans can sell your home. The Gelmans are progressive in how they market and aggressive in how they negotiate, thereby selling homes quickly and for top dollar. They can get it done, and they've been doing it for many years, and they'd like to help you. Would you like to find your new home before selling your current home? Mark and Neil Gelman can help you get an edge in the competitive market, have a strategy to successfully do both at the same time. When you find that beautiful home you want, they guarantee to sell your current home quickly and for top dollar. How do they guarantee it? Well, they'll give you an instant cash offer for your home if you want to go that way with no showings, no repairs or hassles, just cash. They'll buy it from you. Or with a little more time, they'll use their strategic marketing, put it on the market, and leverage the highest price possible for your home. That's how they do it. If you're looking to move out of state, then listen to Dan and Jody's experience with the Gelman team. They'd already bought their new home, so the pressure was on to sell the current one. Thankfully, they heard about the Gelman team who sell homes for top dollar. They sold in just three weeks at their price allowing them to move out of state and enjoy their new home. Mark and Neil are the agents I would trust to sell my house. Here's their number, 314-336-1991 or online at 590homes.com. That's 590homes.com and start packing. Certain restrictions apply. Uh, Doug, we have a five-bedroom, three-and-a-half bath at our Swinger Palace. Thanks. That's from the Swinghaven board member. <laughs> mm. They can do a lot of swinging in house that size. So they the Swinghaven board member has more bedrooms than Alex Petrangelo. Yeah. Well, how do we trust that that's what he has? He just wrote it in. <laughs> look it up. You can look up anybody's. Uh, you got Gretzky yeah. right here, too. Yeah. Let's, let's take a look at 99 situation. Yeah, where's he at? Uh, Petrangelo's really place is at Bears Best. Uh, Cam, I don't know if you've ever been in your Las Vegas travels. Uh so I, I, I've, that's the course I played about a month ago when I was out there. 
I mean, it's it's a it's a good golf course. It's not like crazy nice or anything like that. But the houses around that course are ridiculous. I think Greg Maddox lives in there, and I know Dexter Fowler used to. Although I think he still lives in Vegas, but I think he, I think he moved. Like the architecture just west of Las Vegas in that area is, oh, dude. absolutely. And, and you have a clear view of the Strip from you're just kind of up a little bit in the the hills, the mountains oh, there, just west see, of uh, Las Vegas. It's pretty incredible. That's what you, dude. I mean, if you had to pick like five of the best spots, if you had a ton of money playing in NHL, like. Vegas has to be up there. And, you, again, you don't have to be in the scene. Like, just be in the outskirts. You could see all the craziness of people come in town. Yeah, you get a limo, you go down, you, you live it up on a strip. But you could still live away from the scene, get to practice, have a view of everything, no crime. out. I, I don't know. That would be an awesome setup. Awesome yeah. setup. Damn. Uh, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll get back into hockey. You're going to go play? You're going to come yeah, back? Yeah, I don't know. I talked to Doug about it. We'll see. I'm kidding. I didn't. Don't start a rumor. I'm, I'm joking. He knows I suck. <laughs> Doug, I got a two-bed, one-bath, uh, 980-square-foot. Uh, if you want to come by, that's from Lady Gaga's FUPA. Uh, do I want to come by and take a look at this big house? <laughs> I've seen houses before. I want to see houses of celebrities in St. Louis. I want a video tour of the houses of celebrities. Now, we don't have a lot of celebrities here, mostly sports-related, I suppose, but I'd still like to see them. Aren't you interested in that, to see how sports stars and other very well-known people live? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, but if you're, one of, if you're one of those people, why would you ever let anybody well, in? Well, you wouldn't. You okay. wouldn't. All right. Yeah, all right. Well, you just got to creep them out. You got to creep them. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, everybody lives – all the big, big boys live right there at, like, Huntley, right? I mean, like, Holly and I think Prongs, Walt. Are they, they're all in that little area. Andy thinks he lives in there, but he lives in, like, the outskirts where the poor section is. <laughs> But all the other big dogs are right there in that Huntley region. I think Tom Stillman lives there on the golf course, St. Louis Country Club. Ooh, St. Louis Country Club course, though, with all the big houses around there. Yeah, they're recruiting yeah, me and Doug to be uh, to be members, so that's something that we're going to look yeah. at. What golf course years. would you want to – if you had the money, Timmy, what golf course would you want to live on in St. Uh, Louis? I love Old Warson. Ooh, I baby. love Old Warson. I absolutely love Old Warson. There's some good ones on Belle Reve, too, in Belle Reve, though. And I like yeah. Belle Reef. It's like open, like it's just open valley. Like they kind of trimmed it up a bit, so you could see the views a lot better. I like that, man. If I'm having a house on the course like that, I, I want to see as far as I could see, right? That St. Louis Country Club area is pretty sweet, though. Oh, Those dude, are some pretty awesome houses. Well, let's, I mean, that's let's, a big, let's talk to our real estate dog, agents and, and, and take a, take a look. I mean, what St. Louis Country Club? Is that the big big dog? If you're the biggest big dog, is, is that where you're at? Is that where you have a member, St. Louis Country Club? Uh, uh, well, I, I think it, it, my understanding on St. Louis Country Club, and as you can imagine, growing up in South City, a few of, a few of the people I went to St. Gabriel's with are members, that it is, it's not necessarily something you can apply to join. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's just kind of one of those inherited deals, which is, you know, a lot of the money in St. Louis. It's the, we- it's yeah. the old wealth of St. Louis in St. Louis Country. Or St. Louis Country. But another uh, course, though, have you been to um – uh, log the log cabin. Uh, it log Doug, cabin Doug, Doug, and I actually play gin in the men's card room at Log Cabin. Uh, what Ooh. was that Wednesday we played and just had right. so many scotches. My God, oh, God, oh, that place yeah. is awesome. No, no car, uh, no golf carts. You know, just, just. Where was it? Oh, oh, no cart like path. No cart pass. I'm sorry. No cart pass. It's really, really beautiful. I actually, played actually pretty decent on that course. 
plates for you, man. Like they they keep that course up like no other. That that's one of the nicest courses I played on. Maybe we should join that Long one too. Cabin. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we got I've driven money. by it, but it would never let me in. <laughs> I just driven by it, looked at it, and then I feel they don't like even they want, they want you looking quickly. at it, Doug. Yeah, move along quickly. Go on, move along, peasant. Get out of here, you peasant. Yeah. <laughs> Good lord. Uh, you're welcome to text in 855-282-8255. You're welcome to email in. We have a brand new email of the month uh, for the month of December, as here we are on December 1st. Uh, email in the morning after at InsideSTL.com. It is the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day. Gangster Pete and I will be recording uh, questions from the audience after today's show. So if you have questions... Uh, comments, or we are taking erotic stories, email them in at tmckernan at insidestl.com, T-M-C-K-E-R-N-A-N at insidestl.com. Cam, we solicit erotic stories, and really all we've gotten is Pete's buddy sending in stories of <laughs> different different spots where he's pleasured himself. So we're looking to maybe maybe expand that, if at all possible, for Pete's uh, farewell uh, tour this week. Can, can I say something about Pete real quick? And, and I, this might sound kind of corny, but, you know, I hosted the show uh, last month a couple times here and there, and, and, you know, I call Pete the night before, answer the phone right away. I just say, hey, man, can you keep me organized with a couple different things? I didn't mean to be like, hi, mate. He was so good. I walk in there. Everything's laid out for me. Everything's stapled. I have everything organized. He, he does this. He does that. I mean, Pete, man, you're going to be missed, dude. You're great. He is. I, I, again, I've been there a couple times, and you helped me out, and I just noticed that right off the bat, dude. So I just wanted to pump your tires up. So wherever you're going, man, they're in for a treat with you, big boy. So just so you know. And, and uh, Appreciate did you, you hear about that? Who, anytime, buddy. What about that dude, the baseball player that got caught beating off? Doug, <laughs> how about the, that segue? <laughs> no, in the, in the parking catcher. lot. In the parking lot in his, with his car. What's he doing? Remember that? He was like <laughs> yeah. so spring training, wasn't he? With Pete. <laughs> Wait, we, we, are we talking about this? Isn't that his buddy? Yeah, Deebs. We were done praising Pete. We were throwing hosannas at Pete's feet. Uh, Reese McGuire, he's the, he's the guy that got caught. God, mm-hmm. bless America. <laughs> <laughs> Where did that come from? I don't know. Popped in my head. Oh, it's, that is, how do you live that up? Like, what do you do when you go into camp? Like, hey, dudes. Oh, Jesus, man. How would that play in the room, Cam? Oh, if if I got caught doing that and I walked in the room, first off, the guys would all start laughing right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> they'd probably all start laughing, but then they'd be like, "Dude, what's wrong with you?" I'm like, "I don't know, man. I was just I was in the moment. I was in the moment. I couldn't wait till I got home." <laughs> you know what I mean? If you do oh. it and don't get arrested, you can write into QFTA. We'll read it on yep. the air. There yep, it that's is right. with Deeb. That's why on I seventy. <laughs> that's why on I seventy. The golf picker. Oh my God. <laughs> Guys, Michael Niedorf lives in a one-bad flat in Afton with an outhouse and a sex swing. Thanks. That's Juan from PP Corp. Doug, what the hell did I just read? I don't know. He runs in team, right? I don't think he has a car paper shack in Afton. I don't think he does. <laughs> this Juan from PP Corp, though, I mean, he's becoming a mover and a shaker in the community now that he has Tiffany Smooth's OnlyFans account. <laughs> Do we know how many how many subscribers she has now? I don't think that's public information, and Juan from PP Corp says he will not announce those numbers. He's the oracle of OnlyFans. <laughs> that's oh, right, exactly. That's good. Was that you talking about that girl that came to the golf tournament? 
Uh, yes, that that's her, Tiffany yes. Smooth, how, and her lesbian uh, lover. How were they cool? Like, how, were they? Yeah, they really were. They were legitimately good people. So, is she making any coin on that? Is she like what's she doing? I think if you do the math, Pete, you said she was doing a, like a holiday special or something like that, $6.50 a month, and she had 15 subscribers. So, uh, Cam, <laughs> I always have a calculator at the ready, and so that would be nine, uh, $97.50. You have to imagine Juan from PP Corp is probably keeping about 75% of that for all his work. Yeah. So she could do St. Louis Country Club. Okay. <laughs> she She's in the mix. She's in the yeah. mix. <laughs> and they would like hey. someone with that sort of background. How'd you make your money? Well, that is modeling. Some of those girls must make a ton of money doing. That. Like, what do you think Lisa Ann makes? Like, what did she? What is her career? Well, like, uh, net worth? You think? I mean, she. Well, so been we. In the game. She. We had an email uh, from Timmy Recaps, and he's he's he sends in the best emails for QFTA. They're always, you know, the, the thought provoking, and he was saying. That what is there's supposedly billions of dollars in adult, whether films, you know, the, the OnlyFans, all of the stuff. He goes, but where is the money going? Because observe, and I'm paraphrasing the email. It was a long email, but that that uh, you know, a lot of these women wind up, you know, seemingly broke or hopped up on crap. And so I forwarded it to Lisa Ann, and I forwarded it to Caden Cross. And I said, hey, you guys are in this. I don't know. I mean, I, I have no idea what the hell's going on with it. And they both were all excited uh, to, to respond to it when they read it. But as I pointed out when I, when I read Lisa Ann's response, Caden said she'll respond, but she, was, she directs a bunch of stuff, and she wasn't going to be able to respond quickly. But Lisa Ann responded immediately. But as I said on the podcast, to have them respond, it would be like asking somebody – it would be like asking, you know – Gretzky about what it's like to be a professional hockey player versus act, asking a guy who you know who's grinding in his like sixth year in the AHL. I mean, it's two totally different experiences. If you're Lisa Ann, who's made a lot of money in it and been successful, and now she's you know I think in her mid late forties and you know has a stable life versus somebody who might be in their late twenties has done it for five years and has never really been able to make money. So it's two different experiences. But she was saying that what's happened especially because of the pandemic, but with OnlyFans, is that now the girls see they don't need to do movies. They just can do a movie to promote themselves, and then they get to keep all the money from OnlyFans. And so she was saying, amongst her friends that she was with, like last month or something, or on a call or a Zoom call or something, amongst the four of them, they had made $400,000 that month. And so it gives you an idea of what's there and now as opposed to like 15 years when it was only Jen, Jenna Jameson now there is so much money in it because the actual performers are getting to keep it as opposed to like the guys who own the studios or yeah. the agents because they they own their own content which is which is so important so hell I didn't know and Caden was like fired up to answer the question as well but again both her and Lisa Ann you know I mean Caden's married and a mother and Lisa Ann's doing really well for herself and you know so I mean it's a different deal than asking like a 23 year old who's done it for a few years and you know hopped up on junk and you know yeah. just thirst trapping on Instagram all day long to try and escort so it's a different it's like being in a than, band in the 90s right where they just got ripped off all those bands in the 90s got ripped off by the record companies except for like Offspring so they probably just got but like what would it what do you ever ask her like do different scenes you get paid for 
more for different kind of scenes? I mean, is it just like, or or is it how many, so you do a scene, and then how many views you get, then you get a cut of that. Like, how does that all go down? I think, I think back in the day, you were paid X for, like, boy, girl, Y for girl, girl. And uh, if you op- if you wanted to open up your birthday hole, I think you got. Oh, uh, boy. Oh, boy. I think I think I think you got maybe like a fifty percent over X, so a little uh, you know tip of the cap. But but now if you if you own it all and then you put it up on OnlyFans, so somebody has to subscribe to your OnlyFans like Tiffany Smooth for six dollars and fifty cents <laughs> a month. But then. Then there. Then, this is one of the things I think she said this during one of the fantasy football segments. But she has like a a buddy do it for her. Guys send in pictures of their weens for and, and, and they pay the, the, the adult star in their mind to rate their ween for like twenty five bucks. And so Lisa Ann <laughs> Lisa Ann will have like a friend handle it. The guy thinks Lisa Ann's looking at the the ween when in reality it's just like her buddy you know lives in an apartment and you know van eyes and and he's just like no that's great really hot and you know he gets like five bucks of the 20 girthy and and yeah very girthy very vascular really excited <laughs> okay. about what you have uh, muscle bound <laughs> pulsating and so there are all these different ways on only fans it's not just the six dollars and fifty cents and they get to keep you know the majority of these dollars, but it's it's a totally different game than it was. You know when I think you know they weren't when like Jenna Jameson was the only millionaire. Now you have not to say you have hundreds of millionaires, but you have a bunch of women doing doing well. And I guess guys God. too. I don't know. Yeah, how about that? So she's made some coin then. I, I just yes, just curious on how that. Well, goes I mean out. she has she has a she has a place in Manhattan, and that's you know that's oh, got to be yeah. So you got to have something to be living I wonder, there. I we need it. Like, I wonder if. Because she's not married, is she? Is she ever been married? Is she even? She has been married. married. Oh, she, she has, has. Been married, but she's not married now. God, how does that go down? I mean, who, who does she? I guess you have to marry a fellow, a guy that kind of understands the business, maybe understands the industry, kind of gets it. Like otherwise, how does that work? Right? Usually, I mean, Ortiz did it. Yes, that's correct, and it, it didn't uh, wind up working out with Jenna Jameson, right? That's who you're thinking of? Yeah, because she was a – did you read or hear what he had to say about her? I mean, she was really messed – spending like a hundred grand on – she was into painkillers big time, man. Yeah. And, and, and they're spending money, and he's like, get this girl away from me. So, yeah, I don't know, man. At least, Anne, she's she's got that – she's a businesswoman, dude. Like, she's probably making great coin just getting on one of these Comrex machines and just talking to NFL people and – Get, she's probably making great money doing that too, but that yep. that must be a, that's a that's a tough gig, man. That is a tough gig to get into it. But I guess the money's there now with this new uh, whatever the hell it's called. OnlyFans, yeah. Juan Only from PP, Juan from yeah. PP Corp, and uh, Juan from PP Corp has texted in again. He is very active this morning. He says, "Oh, I'm Doug. All I want to do is have people give up proprietary information so I can nitpick it on the air. Suck my ass, old man. That's Juan from Juan from PP Corp. Well, he's very defensive about you questioning Tiffany Smooth's subscriber numbers. <laughs> Good God. Well, if you were proud of your numbers, wouldn't you say it? <laughs> Uh, Juan from PP Corp, the action's back on you. <laughs> yeah. uh, hey, Eric in the Central West End has an idea. How about we set up an OnlyFans where TMA listeners can rate each other's weens? Thanks. That's Eric in the Central West End. That's, that's not necessary. Yeah. That's not what we need to be doing. Mm-hmm. Could do it on the fan page. Well, that'd be cool. I, 
I think you'd get shut down for that. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. get shut down. You know what goes on? We, we, we had the uh, – I had this – I woke up to this this morning. Uh, Facebook now pulls threads – um, not just if somebody like posts nudity, which automatically gets pulled, um, but they they uh, pull things when the information is deemed false. And so Cletus posted something like, I guess, in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> oh, did you? Uh, what about, yeah, like, I, about Trump? Was it about uh, Trump or something? What see, do you do? I don't know. It's I, it's from Rumble.com, Hammer and Scorecard, ABC, CBS, CNN, NBC, Live Data Feed analysis for dummies i don't know i mean it just got pulled and so facebook pulls it themselves but then they send a notification to the moderators uh and i think it's uh, me and uh nenzi and then the great nick yale is still a moderator uh even though he is in uh, nevada doing wonderful things so uh somebody yesterday posted that we were that, well that he had been censored i don't know if he was accusing us or he's accusing facebook but we went in and looked, and, like, Nenzi didn't pull it. I didn't even know what he was talking about, so I didn't pull it. And then Facebook didn't pull it. So I don't know if – I don't know what's going on with uh, with, with I, social media sites taking things down. Usually we get a notification like this one from the Cletus thing that whatever he posts would have, was considered to be false, and so they pull it. But – I don't know. So anyway, I got a, I, I, to... I did a. I did a. Andy and I did a. Uh, like a, we broke we broke down a fight or something of mine for the podcast, and I I talked about being in Nashville and spilling at three o'clock in the morning, going to McDonald's with a teammate, which I'm not going to say his name, but we hit a. Uh, we we're loud, you know, and the, the cabbies get so pissy down there, right? So I go to we go to McDonald's, which is already a no no. You don't tell a cab to go through McDonald's because he's like you idiots. So mm. I, I got McDonald's on the back of the, the cab, and I hit a bump, and I hit a extra large soda and it mm. spilled everywhere all over this guy and he pulls over oh. and he puts something to my head and he says get the f out and we threw him a couple hundred bucks and we did and we got another cat so i told that story and then i fought mcgrath and then we broke down the fight but i told that story on facebook and i was going to kind of like boost it and they wouldn't let me do it because of the gun thing i'm like oh damn okay. really he pulled, yeah. a gun, he pulled a gun on you Mm-hmm. <laughs> right here because you spilled a soda yeah, did he you, was pissed. Did you report him? Did you report? Hell him to the no! Police? I got. I, am I reporting him? You can't. I'm supposed to be out till three o'clock in the morning. I'm not telling him. Come on. Hell no! I didn't care. I don't. I don't blame him. I was. I was obnoxious. I spilled soda all over his cab, all over his like papers and stuff. He should have shot me. So he, he just <laughs> he let you shot let me. you out right in the, in the street. Well, somewhere? I gave, gave him a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, we did another. It was just right downtown Nashville, and then we got in another cab. So yeah. it is what it is. Okay. I don't. Yeah. You know, I don't blame him. Well, I bet the cabbies see something at 3 in the morning. <laughs> oh, they're, dude. They're not oh. much in the mood to put up with a lot of it. Dude, have you ever been down to Nashville? I mean, there's psychos everywhere. I mean, not like, it's not, a, <laughs> it's not a, like, you know, like guns. And, no, but just like drunk, you know, people, just drunk girls, drunk uh, bachelor parties. Like the, the cabbies, they're, they're, that's why the not only the cabbies are just on edge, the bouncers down there are the worst of the worst. They all have staff on them. And they'll kick you right out right when it's like we're spending so much money at the bar down there. And then right when it's like whatever time, get on out. I'm like, I still got my drink. And we spent like four grand. Like, what? I don't know. They're all pretty ignorant. A lot of guys got in little jams down there, too, because they are just those those bouncers, man. They don't mess around. Huh. Mm, yeah. But it's fun. Down there. Well, I'll tell you, you that right now. You didn't go out on nights that you were playing the next night, did you? Oh, well, yeah, yes, of course. You did. 
<laughs> I could and see maybe get, the no, night, night after the game, after the game, if you you're don't flying have home. to go the next day. You're flying home tonight after the game. The only time you can go out is the night before a game, unfortunately, in hockey, for the most part. You usually get the hell out of Dodge afterwards, so, like, that's your night to go out. Now, when you get older, you can't do that. Like, I was – man, that just it takes a toll on you, dude, when you're, when you're doing that kind of stuff. But um, but at the beginning of your career, it didn't matter. You just suck it up. I go out there for five minutes and play and get in a two-minute fight and then be done with it. Yeah. But, yeah, you can't. Huh. When you get older, man, it slows you down so fast, dude. Oh, Lord, it really does. What's that, really being, does. like, hungover you're talking about? Well, yeah. Like, yeah, man. Guys are just so, you know, it's just you can't – your body can't keep up anymore, man. You just got to – you can't do that stuff, dude. It just it's, – it ages you. So much of it for me – because I, I find myself – I don't even know – I'm sure I've been drunk in 2020, but it's – I mean, God, it's been so damn long. And so much of it is, you know, having a, a kid. It's not like you get up. And then it's like, okay, I can just, like, sit on the couch all day and eat White Castles and just, like, be grotesque. Mm. You know, he, he's he's going to be going, so I got to, I gotta, you know, I got to be on my game, you know. Uh, so that's actually what I found has curtailed the imbibing. I don't know. I, I'm, I don't, sure, I'm sure the age does as well, but that's the thing that for real, I'm like, oh, man, I'll, I'm going to be lit up here, and now I'm going to have to deal with it tomorrow uh, more so with uh, exactly. my son than anything else. And then you your know? son's going to notice it because you're going to be lazy and, and moody and things, and he's going to be like, what, Daddy, what's wrong with you? I'm like, I'm hungover. <laughs> hungover again, kid, okay? <laughs> like, you can't, like, you just can't like do that. Me. I'll tell you, I'd rather drink, I, I could drink eight beer and wake up and be fine, but if I, if sober and I eat, uh, White Castle at twelve o'clock at night, dead sober, and it, which I probably wouldn't do. But I, I would wake up with more of a hangover eating crap food than having like eight to ten beer the night before. Really? Is that? Uh, do you yes. rarely eat? Do you rarely eat crappy food? No, I do, but I just feel like crap afterwards. I don't like to eat a, a big meal before I go on the radio because I feel like I'm like, Bleh. oh yeah, you, you no, know, yeah, I dude, I can't yeah. do it. It, it yeah. slows me right down again. Like I could drink, but if I eat a just a bunch of crap McDonald's. Oh my god! The next day, I'm. It's like I had 15 bottles of wine. I know what you're saying. No. Yeah, dude. Saying hey, we're uh, closing out the uh, nine o'clock hour. Your thoughts are welcome. Eight five five two eight two eight two five five. And also email in the morning after at insidestl.com for our design, air, heating, and cooling email today. Stratum Structural Systems is a wonderful and loyal sponsor of the Ryan Kelly Morning After. They're a waterproofing and foundation repair company. Think local. Think Stratum. They're online at stratumrepair.com, 314-620-8153. Known for their integrity and their authority with over five decades of combined structural experience in basement waterproofing and foundation repair. Uh, They get all kinds of positive reviews. I am one of those positive reviews. They have a location in Chesterfield, Missouri, and a location in Columbia, Illinois. And when you give them a call, let them know. You are a Ryan Kelly Morning After listener, and you get $100 off your repair project. They're Better Business Bureau accredited with an A-plus rating with zero customer complaints. No other major foundation repair company in St. Louis can say that. It is Stratum Structural Systems, waterproofing and foundation repair. Think local. Think Stratum. StratumRepair.com. 314-620-8153. Support the sponsors. Stratum is a great, loyal sponsor of the Ryan Kelly Morning After. Coming up on the GFI Digital Captain's Log, we have the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day. Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Cam Jansen, Gangster Pete, and Matt Rocchio with you. This is the Ryan Kelly Morning After on 590 The Fan KFNS and Inside STL.